This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today, you guys, I have Alania Harden of Elon Wick Candle Company. She's going to give us the game on candles. Alania, how (laughs) are you doing? I'm good, Kellen. How are you feeling today? I am great. How about yourself? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm sitting here chatting with you, and I got my hot tea with me, so I'm feeling good. Okay, let me tell the people how I found you. I'm sitting, I'm just listening, you know, on Clubhouse. I'm a shy guy, Alania, so I'm just listening on, 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 you know, Clubhouse. And I'm like, listening, and then you come on, and someone says, I know you're doing some candles. And she's like, yep, I'm doing them. And I said, wait, this person <laughs> is working and doing candles and on Clubhouse. And next thing we know, maybe Joe Button, Tiffany Haddish, or Kevin Hart might jump on a line. You never know, right? And so I said, right. let me let me get some, some candle game. And I want to know, how did you get started in this? How long have you been doing this? So I've been making candles ever since um, October of 2015. Um, and my story is simply like, it literally started from a dream. Um, it was like, I think September of that, that year, um, I had a dream that I was at this festival called the Savannah Black Heritage Festival. It's an annual festival every year during Black History Month. It's my favorite event of the, the year in the city. Um, I was walking down the aisle, looking at the different booths and I saw this booth that had candles, which is different because I don't think in any of my years going, I've ever seen a booth with candles. They were big, like 12 ounce jars, mason jars, and the dye was different colors. I remember seeing the decorations on the table. And every time I tried to touch the jar, the jar was too hot. Like it was hot. It was a regular candle, cool with the wig, no fire, but I couldn't pick up the jar. I couldn't touch it. Um, And I remember like what I was wearing, all that stuff. Um, And then maybe a month later, out of nowhere, on my way home from work, I was like, I think I'm going to start making candles. So I went to the craft store like the next day. I went to Hobby Lobby with uh, the little 40% off coupon or 35% off coupon, whatever it is, and a couple of dollars. And I picked up some supplies, started making candles that I haven't stopped. And three months later, after that, uh, that day that I started making the candles, I was at that same event with the same outfit I dreamt about. And I made the same candles that were in my dream. And I was actually able to touch them (laughs) and sell them to customers, but I haven't stopped since then. Wow. So you, I mean, got bit by the candle bug and you know, your wick was lit. Hold on. All pun intended. (laughs) I like that was clever. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) Okay. What do you think it is? Is it about the process, the smell, or is it that you don't have to go in and, you know, clock in at any other job and can just kind of be in your own zone? Like why candles? You know, honestly, I have no idea. Um, At the time when I started the candles, I just wanted to do something to kind of like have an outlet. Um, I worked in the medical field and I felt like just burnt out from that. So I wanted to try something different. Um, I considered going to cosmetology school. I considered going back to school and finishing like a nursing degree. Um, But, you know, just God just was like, nah, sis, you about to go do these candles. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, 
it stuck with me and just the process, the, the making of the candles and listening to my neo soul music and just having like a whole vibe going while I make the candles, making them with love. Like, you know, it's a passion project, if you will. Um, and being able to ship them out all over the world is the best thing ever. So I don't plan on stopping until I stop breathing. So. Oh, I love to hear that. You know, but it's like a movie and I know you're too young to remember this movie, but if you build it, they will come. How, you know, just because you built it, was there any ever any doubt um, that people would actually purchase? Because people make stuff every day, B, but to have them actually, you know, purchase it and make a living. Like, what was that process like? Um, When I first started, you know, no one told me that, you know, you shouldn't expect like the I think your 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 nuclear village to be the first ones to kind of jump. Um, but I remember I made like a little short list. I had like five fragrances that I was making. I made like a little spreadsheet table on Microsoft Word and I printed it out like it was like a sign up sheet, like a fundraising sheet, right? That was the only thing I do because you know I'm a church girl, I'm a Girl Scout. Like it was all those little lists that you had to fill out <laughs> and check the boxes or whatever you needed. So um, I did that. Um, and I had, you know, I had a few relatives support. I had a few church members support. Um, and then my friends from college and my coworkers really showed out. Um, and in the beginning, I will say like, you know, as someone who had like this big dream and was super excited about it, in my mind, I felt like the people that were closest to me or the people that I held the closest to my heart should have been the ones that just jumped in support. But that's just something I think every entrepreneur has to learn that, you know, your people closest to you, family, friends, whoever, they're not always your your customer. Um, and sometimes they ha- just have to see the value in what you do before they support. And that's with anything. Like, you know, we're all consumers. So, you know, sometimes we're just not going to put our money towards everything. But that was what I had to learn. Um, but I'm grateful because the same people that were there in the beginning are still here now. Man, Mike Jones, back then they didn't know you. Now you're hot. They all are on you. I mean, that so is <laughs> that is the truth. Uh, because, it, I mean, <laughs> that inner circle, it takes, you know, being on the news or being on something. And, uh, hey, what's up with those candles? And, you know, I, are you single? No, I'm not single. Oh, uh, you know she's not single because when you smell like candles, you're going to attract the right one. <laughs> but they knew you were smelling like candles and you knew what I was doing and you didn't come be the first purchase. Now, today, do you even count how many candles you've made? Yeah, I've made I've made several thousand. <laughs> like we're in the 10,000s now. Like I've I've made several. It's 5 years now like I've I've made so many. And how can you, um, you know, how many can you make in a day? Well, it depends on how early I get up. Um, I can make anywhere from, you know, one little batch of 12 to 24 candles, or I can make, you know, about eight, 900 candles. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day or what I have going on. But because it's the holidays, any chance I get, I'm pouring, so... Wow, that, that's a that's a lot of candles. And I and I want to just put a warning out. This business, I love to inspire you. But if you're like me and you got that sometimes that Steve Urkel effect where you might be a little clumsy, um, you might want to get some help and really like master this. Cause have you ever burned yourself on candles? Not only candles. Um when I first started, I would use a hot glue gun to secure the wick into the jar. 
and I have a few, I think they've kind of healed up, but I had a few scars from where like the hot glue like dropped on like my hand or something like that. I might, might have touched it and didn't notice, um, but that was it. But the hot wax is soy wax. So, you know, you can use it as a massage candle if you want to. It's just, it depends on what type of vibe you're in. It doesn't burn. <laughs> it doesn't burn me. Okay, so you can get your Fifty Shades of Grey on with this wax. You could, oh. you could, but I, I would say with the natural waxes, um, like soy, um, beeswax, coconut wax, stuff like that. I would, I would go that way with that. And please, people, listen to the words of the natural wax, because if you're like me and like, oh, there's a difference and you get the wrong one, I don't want you blaming, you know, me, blame me, because I brought it up. Yeah. Hey, that, that that's crazy so but you know you've been doing this for five years you you know you're not single you you have a child yes I do I do I have a son yes okay how do you you know do your business because a lot of folks you know men and women will say oh I'm not like you I can't do it because I have kids because I decided to have kids right because the stork didn't bring them to us I have two myself so right. how do you deal with being able to be an entrepreneur full-time and then being a mother and you know having mm-hmm. a spouse and doing all that well um when it comes to motherhood that's that's my even though I've had my business longer than I've had a child um being a mother is the top priority right so um last year I actually got let go from um, a full-time job which is like my first time ever getting fired that was in August of last year and you know I had to kind of make a decision like am I going to stick with my dream I'm going to stick with this gift that God gave me or am I going to like try to go back to somebody's job and make this work with this infant child that I have um and so I just made a decision to just push it. Um, and it wasn't until maybe a few months ago that I made the decision to put my son into daycare. So that way I can be able to, when he's in a, a good environment and not saying home isn't, but I'm just saying he's in a learning environment and he has a social life and I'm able to get a lot of things done during the day. Because a lot of times if I'm meeting with potential retailers, I can't take my toddler <laughs> in those meetings, you know? Um, so you know, I feel so much better now. In the beginning, the, the thought of putting him in daycare made me feel a little bit of mom guilt. I felt really bad. I was like, I don't want to feel like I'm throwing my child off, but it was a good decision. It's a good investment because he's learning. Like he's learning more than what I could just teach him at home. You know, he has his friends now. Um, I'm able to get more work done. Um, and now it's not so much of me taking care of my child and my business. It is uh, my business taking care of me and my child. And so I'm really glad that I stuck with that. And for anyone that's, you know, still struggling with that, you just have, just sit and have a moment with yourself. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for your decision. Um, And yes, your children are always going to be the priority, but at the end of the day, if your business could help take care of your child, figure out a way to make it work because once you do and once you take that step I promise it'll work for you 
And you know, that mom guilt and bringing kids to meetings, I just have to throw this out here because I was talking to a team member yesterday and mm-hmm. it's different when women bring their children uh, to a meeting. Not that I, I didn't even realize it, but mm-hmm. I, with my two kids, my wife was, you know, living her best dream, getting her, you know, um, her, her, her dream going. And I told her, all you need to do is pop them out. I told her that, you know, 18 years ago. So just pop them out. I got them. Don't worry. Right. But when I would bring my kids to a meeting and I brought them all, you know, in the thing, in the carrier, right. Some of this muscle. Um, and I'm looked at as, Oh, what a great dad. Oh, do you do it by yourself? Oh, if I was Uh single, I would have cleaned up. I tell you people, you know, and so it's just different how, Mm -hmm. you know, men, bringing our children where if you bring your child to a meeting, oh, she must be a baby mama ain't got nobody, she, you know, and it's just, that that's not, that, that's, not yeah. that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. And you know, for me, like, um, it was, it was a little difficult because I'll never forget. I, um, I used to teach like candle making classes and this was last year in September. Um, my babysitter basically flaked. And so I had no other choice but to take my child with me. Um, so I did, you know, I taught the class with my son on my hip. Um, and every, my customers know my son, they know how like he will be when he was a newborn, you know, two weeks to a month old, I had him in a little carrier strapped to me while I was boxing up orders and taking him to the post office. Um, so when they see him, they're like, Oh, it's your coworker. I'm like, no, he's actually my boss. Okay. I'll work for him. Um, but you know, you, yeah, you do have that. I guess the difference in the perception between moms and dads. Um, And for me, like, I don't like to call myself a quote unquote baby mama, but I am. (laughs) So like I have my son and then in the moments where, you know, before daycare, my parents were available um, because they, they both work, you know, for them. Well, basically for themselves, like they're able to watch him and help me out. But outside of that, you know, I did feel like, you know, a couple of times people were just kind of like, you didn't have any help. And in real life, no, I I didn't have help like during certain hours. So um, I hate that. I wish that it would change. I wish that mothers would give them more grace because we give so much of ourselves. Like we were a mother, you know, the moment we found out we were pregnant. So just show us some grace. Okay. Our bodies went through a lot. We don't get to sleep. (laughs) We are 24 different people to one little human. (laughs) So let us, let us be great. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I mean, tell that story. So someone who, you know, is in that similar, you know, situation, they know Mm -hmm. they can do it too. That's what this is all about to show how they definitely can. I've watched other women do it. So that's what gave me the hope and the faith that I could, I could do it myself. So now were you all scared, you know, when you did uh, lose the job to say, will this business be able to sustain itself, especially now, you know, once COVID hit and things happen, were you at all like, wait, what's going to happen? I've been doing good. And, and, you know, I got a a child, what's going to happen? I mean, what were your thoughts? um, You know, when you lost your job? Um, when I lost my job, I was super nervous um, just for my child. Like, how am I going to provide for my son? Um, but I know, like, I have a hustler spirit. So it, it was, something was going to work regardless. <laughs> like, he was never going to go without. Um, but w- when it came to 2020, 
um, I think because I am a soul, you know, online business and because I have candles and people love candles, you know, to burn in the house, I was okay. Um, in January, I took like a small break to kind of like relax after the holidays and my son's first birthday. So I was like, I'm not making any candles. It's all about him. Um, and then like when Black History Month came around, I did like a protect black men candle. So that went great. Um, and then I had like this huge showcase that was for like three days, downtown Savannah. That went great. And then it just kept rolling. So I'd never had a moment in 2020 where I was nervous about where the next dollar was coming from. And I'm grateful for that. I know that that's not the case for everyone else or other people. I wouldn't say everyone else, but for other people. Um, but I haven't, I haven't missed out on anything. I've had more opportunities this year than I've ever had. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. I really am grateful. But 2020 was not a hard year. I was able to basically save up money <laughs> to put towards daycare because daycare is like a whole bill. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that was good. It just worked out where, you know, I was super busy. Um, just out of nowhere, somebody put my name in an article and it just took off. So, Man, I love to hear that. Now, what makes yeah. your candles unique? I think my candles are unique just because of the angle that I'm at, I guess my niche. So my candle, my tagline is scented with Southern charm and love for the culture. Um, me being a black girl raised in the South and I live near the hostess city of the South, Savannah, Georgia. I have like a different, I take up space in a different way. You know, um, I have protect black men and women candles that a friend, um, my friend, Sanquanta Cox Smith of Coins and Connections, she has apparel and accessory line. We collaborated with that last year. Um, and that has helped my brand stick out, uh, donating to nonprofits. So basically my candles are a social good brand. You know, uh, we give to nonprofits that deal with like the jail, uh, bail funds from earlier this summer, uh, nonprofits that deal with after school programs and feeding children in certain communities. Um, I don't, I love to give, I love to be a blessing, but as far as the candles go, as far as like the candle making process, there's nothing different than any other candle brand, but it's what we do. And it's the authenticity of our intentions. That's what sets me apart. Okay. And you, I know you wholesale candles as well, mm -hmm. but um, I, in my real life, I'm a, a consultant and a PR person represent influencers. Cool. I'd like to know, do you allow white labeling where folks can, you know, get candles from you, you know, in, in a nice mm -hmm. quantity wholesale and then put their brand on it? Um, I used to, but due to like the inflation and extra attention that I started getting this year, I had to kind of let that portion go. Um, but I was just contacted last night about a really good white label opportunity. And I was like, I might have to do this, this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to do this one for, for the 99 to 2000, but um, that's not the price, y'all. It's just a slogan. Y'all know it's for the culture. But um, yeah, no, I, I don't really do white label anymore just because I don't have the capacity anymore. Um, but, you know, like once I start hiring more people um, to help me, then maybe I'll bring that back. I'm hopeful. I like it. I like that. Um, that outlet to just kind of create and let people put their own label on there. But right now I don't have the capacity to do that. Okay. So I'll let my Irish twin twin Trump know that he can't get them from you just yet for a second. No, 
you know, not yet. Um, but, no, I'm, you know, I'm rolling with Uncle Joe and Auntie Cam. I'm with them. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I was trying to throw, throw you off like, man, I'm not doing no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but because it sounds like it's not just business for you. I mean, it's really a feeling and like you're talking mm-hmm. about that charm and being you. Now, when you talk about hiring people, how far mm-hmm. are are you are you already hiring people? Are you looking for people? We need to put a call in. I got some cousins. They need to come to Savannah. What's going on? <laughs> so I'm in the place where I'm like, I need like one or two, you know, more people outside of myself to help out. Um, just kind of like on a regular basis, just because it's getting crazy. Like, I think for the holidays, I'm going to get like, you know, somebody to help me like box up these orders. Um, but next year, I definitely do see myself ordering or hiring maybe two people to just kind of help me get there because I can't do everything by myself anymore. I'm finally at the point where I'm letting go. <laughs> and that's a big step in entrepreneurship, like letting go. Um, and, you know, hiring help. Like, I feel like you get more blessings when you stop holding a fist and you open your hand. You get more blessings that way. So now I'm, I'm like this. I'm not all the way here, but I'm like this. <laughs> so when I start hiring people, I'll let you know so you can call your cousins to come on up. Yeah, and I know all your cousins in Savannah <laughs> saying, hold on, they got to wait behind me. Yeah, I got, listen, I got a whole squad up here. They can't, I, I don't know if I can hire your people before I hire mine. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk about hiring, but, you know, I want to talk about what you said about letting go, because letting Mm -hmm. go in business and I don't know where you are in your relationship, but even letting go in relationships, submission, folks, I'm really preaching that. Um, Come on. Letting go in that arena and saying, I trust this person to do life with them and you're going to be great and you do this and I'm going to be great and I'm going to do this. So letting go is a big thing. Um, But about how about hiring family. Now I've seen you, you got, she has boxes. I thought she worked for Amazon. She had so many boxes in her vehicle. (laughs) Uh, You know, what, uh, how do you feel about hiring friends and family? Because it's, you know, certain people feel a different way about that. Um, I think now um, I'm okay with it. I think at first I was like, y'all not going to do it the way that I do it because it's mine. But at the same time, I understand that I have to create an environment and a culture so people understand how I do it so that way they can follow suit. Um, I'm not opposed to hiring like friends and family um, because they've watched me. They've watched me like work for five years. Um, I'll put in blood, sweat, tears, pen, paper, money, whatever you can think of. I put all it all into this business. <laughs> and so now, you know, asking for help when people are literally texting me and was like, you do not have to do this by yourself. Like you, I'm right here. I'm off on these days. Let me know. And I will be in your yard. So um, now I'm just like, you know, that's fine. Like, can you come this day? Like I'm at that point now where I'm going to have help. Like this weekend, um, I have this big event, but I also have to take like a huge, two huge orders um, halfway to Charlotte. So my boyfriend, who is an amazing help, and even like letting go and letting somebody ride with me to do my business is like a big step. Um, so just even doing that is is remarkable in my eyes, but I'm not opposed to hiring family and friends at all. Okay. And, you know, and, and I say that because there's help 
And then mm-hmm. there's, I'm hiring you because if you already have, you know, your bag and your bills are paid and you're going to help me, sometimes mm-hmm. when I need you, it's going to be, well, you know, I got something else going on, opposed to that person who is banking on that paycheck and going right. to come in and, and do what they need to do. So it's just where you're mm-hmm. at. Now, it sounds like you have a great time making the candles. And I really want to stress that because I love to see happy people enjoying yeah. their, their life. But let's say you hire some people and that only begets more people. And now you're sitting on Shark Tank saying, I'm looking for an investment. Is it going to kind of hurt your feelings not to make the candles and to be doing other things in the business? Because you seem to be enjoying yourself. Um, I think that's that's the part that I am not ready to let go of yet, because um I know it's it's a it's a powerful move when you step away from the one thing that you were doing the best at. Like that's the best thing that I can do in my business is make the candles. That's what people buy. That's what I do. Um, but to let someone else come in and make the candles is kind of like, <sighs> but that's my job. <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't mind. It would just take some time to find like the right person to make uh, make the candles the same way I do. Um, it'll just have to be someone who is open to instruction and someone who has like a good passion to create things. You don't have to have a passion to solely make candles or solely be like me. But if you have the like the DIY Pinterest heart like I do, then you can go in and learn and make it. And who can tell the difference when it's on the shelf? Okay. Well, and I'm That's looking at... I see everything like a movie, right? And it sounds like right. your business is growing and it's flowing and it's just going to do even greater things in Jesus mm-hmm. Christ's name. And at some point it's like, I'm going to have to get a factory. And now the machine is going to have to put that in. And that might be, you might have to have that come to Jesus moment and start crying. Like I, I, there's not even hands. It's all automation. So I can grow this so that my family and my future children, because, you know, one, you're not done. Two is easy. Uh, I don't know. What- <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I always pray for a son. I got it. I was told that I might not have kids. I have my child. I have the one I prayed for. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, awesome awesome but i'm I'm I'm, open lord but i'm okay (laughs) yeah yeah no it's good to be open and you know let him do what he does um but you know for that that future generation to say okay now i have a factory and i you know i know so many people that look like us young people who you know they're Mm -hmm. like man i gotta get a commercial kitchen kellen and things are gonna change and so Mm -hmm. you might love the candle process but not necessarily love the business process so you might say look i'm gonna hire a business manager to handle my business so Mm -hmm. i can be in the factory and put my finger in each candle put that love on there right and (laughs) and so just just keep that in mind it's many ways to skin that cat Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I am. Um, I recently started kind of like delegating and, and contracting people. Um, I used to be the person to take pictures like off my phone and do like a mock-up. Um, but I recently started hiring um, like a photographer, Autumn Kula. She is amazing. Um, and I've seen an increase in sales just from flipping the pictures, like just from hiring like a professional to take these pictures. Um, and I've also like, you know, sat down and had somebody help me with like my email marketing, um, the, which is like my least favorite thing to do. So I was really grateful <laughs> to, to get help with that. Um, 
And the next thing, you know, just getting more clarity as far as like where I want to take my business now that I've hit year five, like, you know, I've, I've survived that, that five year thing where it's like a make or break. Um, so now I want sustainability and I just want a good strategy to take it there. Um, and I can't figure that out by myself. I need someone else to kind of sit down and, and walk me through that so I can gain more clarity. Um, as far as like what I want to do, because being a mom, being an entrepreneur, my brain is spinning of so many things on my, my mind. I need someone to kind of direct me through that. And there's so many people you ever need to just run through meetings and say, I need to find someone. Kellen, Kellen isn't just a professor of PR and consulting. He also has friends and people who, you know, it, that you can kind of find that right fit because they got to, yeah. it's like date. It's like dating. You got to find that person who understands you're crazy. They right. get it you, and you get their crazy. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm also seeing a lane when you do go back into saying, okay, I can do some white label of deals. Have you looked into the African and Caribbean markets, because you put your flag, you know, their flag on your product, people start losing their head and start making orders from overseas. Has that, you know, have you thought of that? I have not thought about that. I used to have a candle called Jamaica Me Crazy, but I had to, you know, discontinue it because I wanted to switch out the fragrance a little bit. Um, and you know, it's funny, you said that my boyfriend's uh, West Indian, so there's that. <laughs> so I might be something, you know, uh, to you know i guess from show what some love from what um, well his his father's from jamaica and his mother's from saint vincent so he has all of that all of that okay. good good love there um but i haven't considered it uh doing like a specific line and throwing a flag on there i don't know if there's like any rules or regulations with that and i don't want to um offend anyone being like a you know a black american doing that just for money you know what i'm saying like i, I want to make sure that i'm i'm stepping the on the right way we, 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 we can talk about that when you're ready for okay. that because you're gotcha. not going to offend anybody and you know the only difference between a jamaican and a black american is what island or what land they were dropped off you know it's all all one yeah, people so yeah we're all on the boat we're all on the boat together yeah, yeah. So and people love their flags. And, um, you know, there's so many cultural conferences. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. how do you put all that together? Now what you're doing everything, you know, it looks like from your website. Um, what about Amazon? And what about retail? Have you explored those? Um, I've looked them up. Um, but I know that I'm going to need more hands before I touch on either of those. Um, but I do, I do want to accomplish both of those um, in 2021 or 2022 for sure. But 2020 was just a wild year. <laughs> this pandemic and everything that happened during the summer just completely, like, completely took my just all of my goals and broke them off. Like every single goal, just knocked them out before I could even like go back in the book and look at what I wrote in December of last year. Um, so yeah, next year, definitely. Awesome. Love to hear that. Now I know you were talking about teaching how to make candles. Do you have anything on YouTube, TikTok, you know, Snapchat, maybe a course, uh, on Udemy or somewhere else where people like you're, you know, showing people how to do this. 
I don't. Um, I've only done a couple classes. I just do maybe two or three a year. Um, and I really like the in-person vibe. I don't know how the virtual thing goes. Um, I have a few, you know, fellow candle makers, they do it and they're still doing it. Um, but I like being like in a room and being able to help and make sure that the measurements are good, like stuff like that. Um, and I think that kind of helps me prepare for when I do hire somebody. I'm used to like, you know, saying, oh, you know, that might be too much. Be careful with the wax, like stuff like that. Um, but, you know, just doing a virtual and not having people in front of me and talking back. I don't know how that's going to work, <laughs> but I have considered it, but I don't know, like, I don't know how that would go for me right now. I don't know if well, I have the time. Well, I could tell you, there's so many YouTube channels out there, so there's no yeah. just one way to do it. So you find mm -hmm. the system that works for you. But since you're making candles all day and, you know, you, you're not, you know, scared to put your child even out there, but to show that environment, you put a camera, even if it's the phone, right? Especially mm -hmm. that new iPhone 12. Woo, that thing is beautiful. Um, uh, and you put that out there and just mm -hmm. film yourself streaming and see what your audience, if they, if they like it, it's just another check. And there's channels out there that don't even master editing. And maybe, you know, you want to have it edited up, but to have a, a, a candle network where other candle makers, you know, you can have them. Hey, you guys want to chime in kind of like the clubhouse. I mean, there's just so many ways of making money nowadays. Yeah. I, I just, I just love it. And you could make it look good and have it be um, something that is an introduction possibly to your course. Cause of course Absolutely. you don't want to give up your, your, you know, secret sauce, but really the secret sauce is you, you know, God has right. gave you a gift and it's made room for you, but mm -hmm. to share that with the world, I could definitely, um, I could see that TV is always looking for something new too. So. Right. You know. And I, I wouldn't mind it, honestly. Um, oddly enough, uh, a local news station, um, did like a, how to make your own candle at home a little quick little segment and it was like over the stove top and in my mind I was cringing because I was like oh no oh no what if somebody sees this and they don't know the temperature like oh no like <laughs> I was just like in my mind I was just like clutching my imaginary pearls I was just you know really clutching my little gold chain here but it just made me nervous I'd rather be you know in front of somebody to help them but I do enjoy watching the videos on YouTube even though I know how to make candles it's always fascinating to see how everybody makes it different um some people follow the basic formula some people don't um and I think it's dope you know like you said the magic really is the individual um so I guess I should share some magic with people yeah, and that it wouldn't take too much, you know, depending on how you want it to do it and mm -hmm. what you want it to invest. But you are a definitely entrepreneur that folks can be inspired by. With all the success that you are having, what is a community give back that you're doing? And I know you've mentioned one earlier, or mm -hmm. one that you want to do in the future. Well, um, there is a nonprofit um, that I am currently um, doing a give back with. Um, that caters to single mothers. Um, as a single mom, um, knowing that I had like, you know, my family to help, you know, my son and I out. Um, and, you know, not just my nuclear family, but extended family, friends, um, all that stuff, you know, showed much love to my son and I. Um, I wanted to pay it forward to, you know, any woman that may not have had the same village 
you know, some people, they don't have any family and we're, we're in a pandemic and in the holidays, it's very um, oppressive, I think, to kind of push commercialism on people. Um, and, you know, we're, we're out here in the middle of a pandemic. So I can see where that can be depressing um, and hurtful to some people and even new moms, you know, you have postpartum depression. Not every mother um, has it, but I know what it feels like because I had it. And the last thing I would want is for somebody to feel alone and that they don't have any resources to provide for their child. Um, so I want to give back in that way. So that's what I'm doing um, here in December. Man, that's real talk. I, when you said that, I was thinking about a, a veteran um, person I know and they, no family, all, you know, none, none of that. Mm-hmm. And But they have a child, but nothing, no support, no positive support. So that's mm-hmm. a beautiful give back. Where can people, you know, reach out? I will have all your links in the description box, but where can people, where do you want to be contacted if they want to, you know, you know, reach out and maybe, you um, have you know something special to share with you or put in a great big order that's going to make you hire you know five people in the next five weeks (laughs) yes so i um my website is elonwick um candleco.com um you can find me on instagram at elonwick underscore candleco twitter um at elonwick and um facebook at elonwick candleco as well um, and of course, um, feel free, you know, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. It's me. It's not no social media manager. Like it's me. You're going to get me all day long <laughs> until I hire somebody, but I'm not that busy, um, to the point where I can't respond to somebody. Um, cause you know, like you hit me up on Instagram because of clubhouse, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm here. What's up? But, um, feel free to reach out to me, order all you need. And I got you. You guys have been blessed by the game. You like, share, subscribe, give it to somebody who can be inspired. That's the whole point of this. The show, how entrepreneurs started, sustained, and succeeded. Be blessed. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.